I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Isolated showers tonight, otherwise cloudy, the low down to 42. A Pinckneyville Correctional Center acting lieutenant appeared in federal court this week to admit he failed to intervene while his subordinates beat a restrained inmate. The U.S. Attorney for Southern Illinois reports 52-year-old Mark Maxwell of Pinckneyville faces up to 10 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to one count of deprivation of civil rights under color of law. He was charged for standing by in April 2022 while two other correctional officers punched and kicked an inmate who was handcuffed and shackled in leg irons. The victim suffered a fractured orbital socket, a partially collapsed lung, and needed 25 stitches to close lacerations to his face. Under federal law, officers have a duty to intervene if a fellow officer uses excessive force. Maxwell's sentencing is scheduled for February 21st. As previously reported, 35-year-old Cord Williams of Regens and 25-year-old Christian Piles of Christopher were also charged in the same incident as Maxwell and have each pleaded guilty to violation of civil rights under color of law, conspiracy to obstruct justice, and obstruction of justice. AFSCME is objecting to Jefferson County Sheriff Jeff Bullard's recent hire of what the union calls a hand-picked candidate in a county job without first posting the position as required by the county's union contract. The union pursued the established grievance process to remedy the sheriff's wrongful action, but it said the county board is forcing the matter to go to arbitration and has hired an out-of-state attorney to fight the union. AFSCME Local 3664 represents 80 Jefferson County employees. President Joe Biden was in Belvedere today meeting with workers celebrating the reopening of the idled Stellantis auto assembly plant. He was joined by UAW President Sean Fain and Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. The governor thanked the president for lifting up the workers and called the union auto workers the bedrock foundation of the state. You fought for an agreement that brought it all together for working families. Higher wages, expanded benefits, and more new jobs for your children and grandchildren in a growing industry. UAW and Stellantis reached a tentative deal reopening the Belvedere plant, bringing back the workers, giving them a 25% pay increase and adding over 1,000 jobs at a new battery plant. Scholarship funding for hundreds of low-income private school students throughout the state will come to an end at the end of the year after the Illinois House failed to act on the Invest in Kids program during the final day of the fall veto session. Invest in Kids helps lower-income families afford private schools through scholarships funded by donations. Individuals that contribute to Invest in Kids receive a 75% tax credit. House Republican leader Tony McCombie pointed out numerous Democrat members, including the House Speaker, send their children to private schools. They have the uh, ability financially to send their children where they want to go, and I think that's great. Uh, that is their, their prerogative to do so, and they luckily uh, can afford to do that. That's their right. It's the hypocrisy um, across the board uh, that, that is not, they're not giving somebody else that opportunity. Invest in Kids recipients and advocates say the program gives them a choice in education. Democrats and teachers unions argue the program depletes revenues for public schools. The Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulations licensing system will be getting an overhaul thanks to a new bill approved in the House this afternoon. In Illinois, more than one million workers need a license for registration for their profession, like dentists, cosmetologists, social workers, and clinical psychologists. 
That's roughly one out of six workers, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. State Representative Dave Severin of Benton voted for the measure. People were calling our office uh, that are applying for uh, a nurse's position or a doctor trying to come to the state, or they were needing to renew their license, and they literally had mailed their license renewal into the state. Not only a few weeks, a few months, we found people at six, eight months, they had sent in their applications for renewal and nothing going on. And so they were going to lose their jobs. The legislation will expedite the process to get new software to speed up the licensing process for all industries across the state. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.